Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is, well, you asked, number, I think it's seven. And if it's not, sue me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, please don't. Yeah. But actually, but actually, I'm no. like, I cannot financially <laughs> recover from a lawsuit right now. <laughs> so this is the good old segment where we... Give you advice. It's specific, not, not good advice. Specific, specific advice. advice. Specifically about your specific questions. Specifically every 10 episodes on the five. Specifically. Specifically bad advice. Yeah. Good. Sometimes good. good. advice from bad people. Bad advice from good people. Yeah. Whichever way you, whichever way you, way you slice, slice it. it, you're getting advice and it's probably going to be bad. <laughs> Basically, take everything we're about to say with a grain of salt. It's just two friends. More than a grain of salt. More. A whole shaker. <laughs> Costco miso soup, <laughs> soy sauce. <laughs> take take this with a miso sandwich. Everything okay? in your current <laughs> residence that has sodium in it, take it with that. <laughs> it's just two friends giving you opinions that may or may not be wrong. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, before we get started, I want to give a huge shout out to our patrons. Thank you for supporting this podcast. Um, a special shout out to Aiden, Emily, Kate, Olivia, Liz, and Serena. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you. And if you want to become a patron, you can go to our Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast and click the link in the bio. There's a little link there for our patron Patreon. There's a Discord. It's again. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Discord. Um, bonus episodes. There's also merch that you can order. We appreciate all of your support. And we love, love, love when you share us on social media. Give us a tag. We see it all. We appreciate it. And wherever you're following or listening, make sure to follow. Oh, no. It's going to be subscribe. one of those episodes, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're a little delayed. Should I talk about it? Should we talk about it? Should we talk about it? Well, you're clearly going to talk about it, so. Okay. We're talking about it. We're a <clears throat> Once de- again. We're <laughs> Once again. I remain an angel. Yeah. A sweet angelic boy <laughs> dropped upon the earth <laughs> with a satanic devil-worshipping <laughs> sinner as a podcast partner. Okay, I went to the strip club, <laughs> I got a little hungover, a lot hungover, and I couldn't record yesterday. Yeah. So we're delayed. Yeah. We're delayed, but you know what? It was a great time. Yeah. And I have no regrets. Well... And today, I went to a church to vote, so I think that counts as cleansing me of my sins. Um, I don't know if there's enough um, (laughs) anything, holy water in the fucking world to cleanse your sins, but... (laughs) Yeah, so I had an inkling because Mm. Brie had asked me to a drag show (laughs) as her plus one. I was not able to go. I had plans with my boyfriend and his friends. (laughs) And so my roommate, Lauren, went and I had a feeling something was up when I saw both of them post photos outside of a strip club. (laughs) And then I came home at 1.30 and my roommate was nowhere to be seen. So I knew the sinning was plentiful. And then I called Bree, didn't pick up. And then I texted Brie, and I just knew that she was going to be hungover. And I said to her that, you know, I, I carry the podcast every week <laughs> with my talent, my humor, 
all of that. Yeah. And I just didn't know if I had the strength That's to fair. carry it uh, uh, even more <laughs> that this week. <laughs> Me and Lauren together are a chaotic duo. Yeah, you guys are like a sh- like a like a tornado <laughs> or something, like a sharknado. <laughs> There's something about the two of us together too, because I feel like Lauren is pretty reasonable when she's without me. Like she goes to bed at a reasonable hour. Yes. But there's something about us together. Some she goes to bed at an unreasonable hour yes. because it's so early. Yes. That it's unreasonable. But you get me and her together and it's like, I don't know if you'd call it the perfect duo or the nope, biggest nightmare. wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely the latter. <laughs> well, we have a lot of fun, but we were laughing today when I came over here to record. I was like, we were talking about the night and Sean's like, how funny is it that if we had gone together... We would have just like the drag show went from seven to ten, okay? Yeah. So at the beginning of the day, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be a very reasonable evening out. Like, I'm gonna go have some drinks, support the show." Um, if you live in the Vancouver area, I post about a lot of like local events that are going on, so you can follow me on Instagram at Brian Williamson. Shameless plug. Um, so we were supporting this new event called U-Haul, and uh, I was like, it's done at ten. I'm gonna get home." A full, like, eight-hour sleep. Well, I wouldn't have left at 10. I would have wanted to go to a bar or something. But but I wouldn't have had, like, a fucking pussy shooken in my face. (laughs) I'll tell you that much. (laughs) Sean's still traumatized from his experience at the strip club. I had a great time at the strip club. It was, like, the four-hour walk home that I was traumatized (laughs) from. (laughs) That's still hands down one of the funniest stories you've yeah. told us, I'm sure, sometime on the podcast. I don't know. Right? I don't know if I found the strength to tell that. Okay, we'll save that for a bonus episode on Patreon. It is yeah. a doozy show. Well, first we need to hear if I have told the story of my strip club adventure. Okay, DM us if Sean hasn't because then we're going to tell it on a bonus episode in detail. We will do in detail a bonus episode of both of our strip club experiences. Yeah, compare and contrast. We'll draw a Venn diagram. And by strip club experiences, I mean my recent one because I've had quite a few. But yeah, we'll, I'll give this one. Oh, I actually have some other funny stories I'll give. Okay. Anyways, okay, we're here today. Um, I've recovered. Mm. Mm, yeah, I'm here. You're, there I'm you sitting go. upright. I'll take that one. <laughs> um, and today we are, now that we've really like boosted ourselves to be people that should be giving advice. Yes, absolutely. Um, here I am. Okay, first question. How to reconnect with your long-term partner? So I think this is like keeping the... Keeping the spark alive. alive. Yeah. You have the longest term partner ever. That's true. How long have you and your boyfriend been together? Almost two years. Wow, that is long. Yeah. That's crazy. I think because of the pandemic, I forget, like, how long certain people have been together because it just felt felt like some weird time warp. Absolutely. Yeah, so Julia and I have been together, like, six years. So I guess I can speak to this. I think, like, the biggest thing for me, it's, like, twofold. One is, like, keeping your independence. Yeah. Because... Whether it's with a friend or a partner or anything, I think if you are, like, constantly around them, codependent, if you don't have anything separate, that's, like, cute and fun at the beginning. Yeah. And then it can make you, like, resent them. Because I've seen, like, a lot of friends that are in long-term relationships where it changes over from it being, like, oh, my God, we're so obsessed with each other that it's so cute. We're always wanting to be around each other. To it gets to the point where it's, like, now I'm feeling One of us has to get a job. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I'm, I'm feeling, like, stifled or controlled or I can't do my own thing. Yeah. And I think specifically, especially in, like, lesbian community vibes there's this like expectation that you should always be with your significant other so funny enough when i was at the drag show on the weekend on the saturday 
I had someone come up to me and they were just talking to me about my social media and stuff like that. Yep. And the one of the first questions asked, oh my God, are you and your partner not together anymore? Because I was with Lauren. Right. And I was like, yeah, I would never date this monster. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine me and Lauren trying to date? Yeah. Just like literally whirl, whirling around the city ruining our lives. <laughs> like a nightmare. Yeah. No stability. No. Um, it's just this weird expectation, and I see it with friends online all the time, too. You know, um, my friend Kate goes on a trip. Everyone's like, oh, my God, did you guys break up because she doesn't go with her fiancé or, like, whatever. It's just this weird expectation that you have to travel everywhere together. You have to go out everywhere together. You have to always be together. Yeah. And I hate that because that expectation is, first of all, fucking weird. Like, you should be able to have your own time with friends, your own space, your own things that you like to do. And also, I think it's really empowering to have those things. And then when you get to hang out with your partner, and when you are spending time, you have things to fucking talk about. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I can't think of anything more boring than, like, doing every single thing 24-7 together. And then you go on a date, and you're like, well, what are we fucking talking about? I do agree. But I will say I don't think if somebody asked me how to keep the spark alive, I would say be independent is the... Really? (laughs) See, I think so. Like, I think the reason that I have spark is, like, I literally, like... When I get to, like, I'm excited because tomorrow me and Julia are going to go on, like, a date. And I'm like, I get to tell her about my weekend. Like, I haven't gotten a chance to do that yet. And she gets to tell me about hers. I agree for longevity of relationship being independent. Reconnecting with old partner or long-term partner. Maybe not don't see them. (laughs) No, it's not don't. I think you're, like, see, I think you're taking this wrong. It's not don't see them. It's have your own things that you have going on because... Not only does that make you feel empowered in your relationship, but it also makes you sexy. Like, I think right. it's sexy to have things to talk about that are different from your partner. And I think that allows you to continue to date your partner long term. Yeah. Because if you are if you feel like you know everything about your partner, you're 24-7 with them, you stop dating them. And what I mean by dating them is, like, you stop engaging in thoughtful conversation with them. Yeah. And... I think it's so important that when you go to dinner, you're, like, asking thoughtful questions. You want to hear about what's going on in their life. And that feels sexy because it feels like when you just started dating them and you're like, oh, what did you do this week? What do you, you know, what's your work like? What's going on here? What's going on there? So it allows you to continue that, like, banter that I think, like, otherwise kind of dies out if you're just, like, sitting on the couch with them every night. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I think the other thing with that is, is date them in a sense that, like, that actually means you're doing things. It doesn't have to be, like, expensive things, but, like, making a point of, like, hey, at this time on this day, we're going to go to dinner, or we're going to go for a picnic, or we're going to go watch a movie, or we're going to, like, whatever, that feels planned. Yeah. Because that planning part of it, even if it's, like, just making a reservation, is sexy. And I think that, like, a lot of people, especially lesbians, lesbian deathbed 101, just end up, like, hanging out and watching movies with their partner every day. And then you just lose that, like... Especially in you, fucking COVID. You just, yeah. And you just become, like, we're just besties now. Yeah, Like, I where's get that. the change up? You know what I mean? I do think also for, like, the reconnection, it's important to listen once again. Yes. <laughs> because I think that it... That's a good point. In a relationship, gets easy to kind of uh, 
zo- like uh, not pay attention to the little yeah. things that somebody's saying. Yeah. So to re-listen to, you know, if somebody's saying some stupid thing that they want or, you know, just these little things that could pass once you get to know somebody and you're with somebody so long. Yeah. When you start listening to like, the little wants and desires and the stupid little things that they say along the day, if you start picking up and, you know, getting a flower that they say they like or all these little things, yeah. it's a good... A hundred percent. Like, I think the listening thing is huge, yeah. especially with, like, I mean, it depends on your, like, love language, but, True. like, for gift giving, there's nothing, like, hotter than when someone, like, tells you something in passing one time and then three months later you're like, remember that thing you said? Yeah. You know what I mean? And if my boyfriend Corey's listening, a good way <laughs> to reconnect with your partner is buy them a Tesla. <laughs> it never hurts. It's fun. It's flirty. So fun really, and flirty. Are you listening? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Tesla. <laughs> so so fun and flirty. Fun and flirty. <laughs> Never it's hurts. Like a casual you know. Tuesday surprise. Tuesday Tesla. Tesla Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> That's one Couldn't of those gifts more. that doesn't need like a holiday or no, occasion. and it's the gift yeah. that keeps on giving. You know. <laughs> okay. Well, there we've solved everyone's relationship yeah, ch- problems. Just some easy things to do. <laughs> from me, it's don't hang out with your partner. Yeah. And from you, it's buy your par- partner a Tesla. Yeah. So great advice solved. all around. Okay. <laughs> we just solved uh, divorce. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How do you handle your partner's annoying best friend who is overly possessive of her? Ooh, I like that one. That's a good one. And by good one, I mean not good for you. Not good. I do feel that. I feel good like, for us, though. I feel like everyone's <laughs> been there at some point in their life. Have you ever had that where you've had a partner and, like, you you have that one friend that you just get, like, weird ick vibes from? Um, not really. I've had partners with ex-partners that oh, you kind of okay. get some yeah. ick from. Yeah. But I think the most important part, and it kind of goes with a lot of aspects of relationships Mm -hmm. is really establishing boundaries. Yeah. And I think anytime that I've had issues with a partner and their friend and some sort of ick, uh, a lot of it has been chalked up to me expressing something about this person's friend. Right. And then them saying, oh, well, that's just what they're like. And I think when people are in long-term friendships with people, they can let little things that even might have annoyed them at the beginning of the friendship, they can just chalk that up to, oh, that's just who they are. And it's like, okay, well, that might be who they are, but they're still a bad person, or they're still rude, or they're still all these things. So I think almost (laughs) reestablishing, this is what this person is doing, and this is why it's hurting me or making me feel a certain type of way, kind of makes your partner realize, oh, this is how that person is. But that's not an excuse, you know? No, a thousand percent. And I, I relate to that so hardcore because, like, as you were saying that, I was like, I know the person yeah, that this has happened yeah. to me with. We all do. We all do, and you're baby. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> I think that the best thing you can do, because I have been in this situation before in a relationship, the best thing you can do to cut through that, that perception of that's just who they are or, like, whatever it is, is I hate to say, like, make a mental note of tangible examples, but make a mental note of tangible examples. Yeah. Because when you talk to someone who's been friends with someone for five, ten years, whatever, and like you said, has 
you know, kind of grown with this person and lets a lot slide about them and who they are or, like, perceives them in a different way because of what they've given them in their life, um, the value that they've given them. They excuse a lot of things about their behavior. It's really hard to, like, cut through that just by being like, hey, that person seems kind of rude or is, like, you know, controlling of you or possessive or, like, I find this inappropriate. They're going to be like, it's too loose, you know what I mean? They're yeah. going to be like, oh, well, that's just them, what, where. But if you're like, August 23rd, 3.44 p.m., exactly. this is the Receipts. instance that happened. I have a, a court dictator or whatever they're called. Uh-huh. What are those people called in the court? Uh, people that write words down. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> word writers. Yeah. yeah, you have, I have the entire yeah. script here it is. Here it is. This is what happened. Just record every occasion with this person. Wear wire. Honestly. Oh, my God. That's a great idea. Wear a wire, strap a fucking GoPro to your head, catch them in 4K. (laughs) Make a feature-length film about what this person is doing to you. A docu-series. No, because I literally had to do that. I had a situation where... Um, I was in a relationship and I was, I tried for like a good, like eight solid months yeah. to like this person's best friend. Yeah. Okay. And I brought it up with my partner on a couple occasions and they kind of just like brushed it off. That's just them. Oh, they don't mean it like that. Whatever. And I just tried to like kill them with kindness and like write it off, even though I knew like this person's f- fucked. Yeah. Um, on a few different levels. Anyways, it got to the point that I literally had to be like, the last three times we've hung out with this person, here's what they did the first time, here's what they said the second time, here's what they did and said the third time. Yeah. These are the exact words they use. Take yourself out of the situation of the fact that this is your friend. If anyone else did this in a group situation, what would you tell them? Yeah. And then, like... That cut through it. Because I think you have to almost, you have to take it out of the situation that this is your friend. Like, if someone was doing this to you, if one of my friends said that to you, how would you feel? Yeah. I think this also applies to partners' families as well. A lot of the time, people can let their family slide with little comments. Oh, my mom's just a horrible bitch. That's just what she's like. It's like, well, I don't want to be a victim to that. So absolutely. No, a a thousand percent. And exes and anyone really in partners' lives. Like, I think it's important to, like, have boundaries. And I think it's also important that if you have a partner that comes to you ever for anyone who's listening out there to not assume that it's because they're jealous or controlling like sometimes there's valid reasons that people think that other people are being inappropriate yeah and And, i think oh sorry no go i think my last thing is just don't (laughs) this is gonna sound like a psycho thing for me to say but don't let someone else tell you that what you're thinking or feeling is not actually how it is. If something somebody is doing, a partner's friend or a partner's Mm. ex or a partner's family, is making you feel a type of way, that feeling is valid. Don't let somebody brush it off because it'll probably resurface in some other form. Oh, 100%. It'll be like an ongoing issue. Okay. This one is so interesting to me. Okay. Um, (laughs) I'm like, is that good or bad? And you can see it the other way too. Like, like... Okay. I think this is a can be a general question. You'll see what I mean. Do I have to tell a boy I want to get with that I'm a lesbian? So I guess in your case, if you wanted to get with a girl, would you have to tell her that you're gay? 
This was a plot line in a show I just watched. Was it? What show was that? I'm so... Oh, I May Destroy You. Oh, I never this saw This May that. Destroy You? I never saw that show. You should watch it. Yeah? It's anybody listening. Very good show. Okay. Uh, Michaela Cole, I believe, no is clue. her name. Um, wrote it. She just won an Emmy for it. Oh, sick. Um, very talented. It's like a British show. It is about sexual assault, so go in. It's like it's Trigger a lot, um, but it is very well written. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. This is like a side storyline to it. Love it. Um, because one of the characters hooks. I'm just kind of just make it vague. Now, um, yeah. No, one of the, <laughs> one of the characters hooks up with somebody, and it is not somebody that would usually align with their uh, sexuality. Sexuality. Yeah. And the person finds out and is offended. Very oh, offended. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And I'm like, is s- like, you're a liar. I can't believe you would do this to uh, me. I'm so intrigued by this. Yeah. Okay. So I have like a kind of a loaded answer, I guess, because it like is so dependent on the scenario, but we are giving specific advice here. So I'm going to, you know, yeah. I'm going to be specific. Um, I have had friends that identify as lesbians hook up with guys, okay? Yeah. Like, I had one that, like, went after, like, a big breakup on a trip to Europe and just, like, randomly slept with some guy at some hostel and had a fun time and whatever. And when people say, like, oh, if you can do that, then that doesn't that means you're not a lesbian or you're not gay or whatever. False. That's so false. And it's also really annoying to me because I'm also, like, I think that people a lot of times can't differentiate for themselves, so they put it on other people, between romantic sex and, like, just fun. Yeah. Right? Like, if if you can get... If you can wrap your head around the fact that a straight woman could, in college, hook up with another girl, make out with another girl, whatever, and still be straight... Yeah. Then you should be able to get your head around the fact that a lesbian woman could make out with a dude, sleep with a guy, whatever teach their own, and still identify as a lesbian. Yeah. So I, first of all, because I know there's going to be people listening that, like, have some sort of feelings about oh, yeah, about sure. that. Um, just wanted to get that out of the way because I know people, not that anyone needs to validate their sexuality, that have identified as a lesbian for, like, 15 years and then randomly just tucked up with a dude one time at a party. Yeah. Um, and, My origin story. And it's like... <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, okay, like, good on you. Like, whatever. You had fun, right? So my answer to this is, I don't think you need to tell anyone your sexuality ever so long as the communication is that you're not looking for more. It's that it's casual sex or a right. hookup. yeah. So, for example, in the same way that I've talked about on this podcast before, how I used to, you know hook up with people one night stands. I've had experiences where it's definite one night stands where I felt like as long as the communication was there that like, Hey, I'm not looking for anything more. I'm not looking to date anyone. You don't owe them anything, but I'd love to have some fun. Do you want to, I mean, you owe them rock in their world. (laughs) That's for sure. But (laughs) then it's like, why would that be an issue if you've communicated that you are just having casual, fun, consensual adult sex. Yeah. If it doesn't imply that it's going anywhere further, then why would it matter what your sexuality is? Yeah, I agree. Also, if you were attracted to somebody in the moment and you're both having consensual yeah. sex with one another, I don't really think, like, are you telling somebody your fucking political party when no. you're going down <laughs> on them? Like, some things don't necessarily need further explanation. Yeah, it's like you're both having fun. And I can see the where I can see it going awry is, like, 
if you were continuously hooking up with somebody and it was giving them the perception, or even if you were at one time hooking up with someone, but you didn't communicate that you were looking for casual sex and no strings attached, then, then that... I could see it being perceived as you're leading someone on when there's no potential of it going anywhere because it does not align with your sexuality, then, yes, I I can see why that would be potentially hurtful, and I think as an adult you should communicate. Yeah. Um, But that's not due to sexuality. I think that that should just be, no matter who you're hooking up with, you should communicate what your expectation is out of the endeavor. Yeah. I do, however, think that your answer is very different than my answer. Oh. Not different. I think that my answer is the same. Okay. But I would never be in a situation like that because um, I don't think I am telling people that I'm gay. Right. I think the perception's there. Right. Like, I I don't think any woman would be like, oh, my God, what? I just... Made out with a gay man? Yeah. I don't think I'm really fucking bait and switching them. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's true. But I I also think the view, how we have talked about this many a times, the view of women's sexuality is a lot different from how people perceive men's sexuality. And I feel like... Uh, I could be wrong, but I think that for the most part, a lot of men would be okay with it and almost be, like, pervy and, like, that's hot. Like, right, yeah. yeah. Um, whereas I feel like it might be a slightly deeper issue mm-hmm. uh, if a straight woman hooked up with somebody that they found out was gay later. Yeah. Let me be clear. I would never hook up with a man just because I simply hate men. But yeah. um, if you happen to find a, a man that you are having that you fun don't with, hate. And that you're <laughs> with, I mean, whatever, go for it. Yeah, do you? Absolutely. But that's the thing. Like even you saying that, I'm like, oh, then you'd have to deal with that. Like even if you did tell them, then they'd somehow think it was like, and then you'd be reminded why you hate men. Yeah. Well, hopefully, your one of your ex partners have bought you a Tesla, so you can just scoot away Zoom from the off whole situation. Yeah, they have quite the acceleration on them. <laughs> <laughs> This is a Tesla ad. <laughs> hey, Gabers. Today's episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert in language learning for 30 years for a reason. They are so good at helping you learn a language naturally in a way that allows for long-term retention. And it actually works. Trust me, this is coming from someone who attempted to learn a language in high school through the whole textbook old school method. Did not work. Rosetta Stone is different than that, okay? They really focus on allowing you to really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. I also love a feature that they have built in that's called True Accent. It's a speech recognition feature, and it's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's super convenient. You can do the lessons on your desktop or in app and it's an amazing value the lifetime membership has all 25 languages so you don't have to stop at one don't put off learning that language there's no better time than right now to get started for a very limited time i can explain podcast listeners can get rosetta stone's lifetime membership for 50 percent off visit rosettastone.com today that's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. 
Hey Gabers, this episode is brought to you by Book of the Month. If you're a longtime Gaber, you know that I am far from a consistent reader, but Book of the Month just might change that. Book of the Month makes the process that I find daunting, finding a new book, fun and special, with new releases at the beginning of every month. I often find deciding on a title overwhelming, but Book of the Month's team curates a list full of exciting options, often from new and upcoming authors. This month, I chose The Return of Ellie Black by Amiko Jean, which I'm really excited to dig into. I love a mystery thriller, and I love a twist. I was debating between this title and Middle Tide by Sarah Crouch, and honestly, it was the first time in years that I was having a battle of the books. So this month, get your first book for $5 with the code PEDALS, P-E-T-A-L-S, at bookofthemonth.com. That's PEDALS, P-E-T-A-L-S, at bookofthemonth.com. <laughs> um, also, I know we're going to get comments. I don't actually hate all men. Like, Just most Every time them. I say like a joke like that, we always get like two comments like, as a listener who has a friend who's a guy who's nice, I'm like, ugh. Anyways, it's just me. <laughs> it's annoying. Like I'm like I'm sorry. I can't say I can't say out here in 2021 that I don't like men. Oh yeah, I, I, I can't say that. I'm gay and I hate men. <laughs> I have to like men and I hate men. So yeah, the thing is, there's layers to it. That's what the I. The thing mean. is, I'm okay saying that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. And if you're, um, no I hate all men, me but I don't hate all men. Yeah, you know? that's exactly it. Yeah, and if you're one of the men that I don't hate, and you know, you know, you know, I, you that know, you're not included in that. So then cut yourself out of it because yeah. you're not a man. But, <laughs> but if, if you're you one of the men, that, yeah. <laughs> if you're one of the men that I would hate, I hate all men. Yes, and I think the men that <laughs> are understanding what I'm saying right now, yeah, are not the ones that are I'm not concerned. About. You're not the all men I'm talking about. Yeah, man, <laughs> <laughs> you know that I'm okay with you as a man because you're not one of the all men. Yeah. People. And I know they're like, not all men, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No, that's not what I'm that's saying. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm, I'm saying there's all the men that I hate. Yeah. And then there's these other men. I, uh, what I'm saying is I hate all men, but exactly. not all of them. Exactly. <laughs> but and I think that's them. very important. And that's an important thing to articulate. Yeah, yeah. And I'm glad that we did it so I think, well. Eloquently, I would say. <laughs> Clear, clarity and eloquently. Clarity and eloquence. That's what we're offering. Yeah. Always. <laughs> we almost called our podcast that, honestly. We hate all men? Uh, no, clarity and elo- eloquence. <laughs> eloquence. Clarity and eloquence. Yeah. <laughs> the pod- the queer podcast. <laughs> Missed opportunity yeah. also. Okay. A rebrand might be coming. Yeah. From the pipeline. <laughs> but only for some men. <laughs> People know what we're the people that know what we're talking about. You know, you know, and if you don't, you don't. don't. That's (laughs) it. That's it. it. (laughs) God, I hate us. Okay. (laughs) Okay, wait, I need to piggyback off this for a second. I always say that we need to kill all men (laughs) to my to my partner. I'm like, we need to kill all men. And he's always like, Well, you're a man. And I'm like, that's not what I'm saying. (laughs) <laughs> You're get this through. I was like, thick how skull. do you not understand what I'm saying? We need to kill all men, but I'm not part of that. <laughs> how is this not clear? Like, it's so clear. 
See, as, I'm not part of it. Is. You're not part of it. But all men must die. <laughs> See, this is so clear. To me. Yeah, like, no. I know exactly what you. I mean. know. If you know, you know, you get it. People that get it, get it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we should never be able to create anything. Be allowed to be create content. What was that sentence? (laughs) We've gone off the rails. Okay. Yeah. (sighs) Advice. (laughs) Should I reach out to my ex that I can't stop thinking about? Yeah. Yeah, same. Why not? I think so, Unless, too. okay. My answer used to be different, and now I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Well, I mean, my answer, I think, has always stayed the same when this question has been asked even by friends or family or anybody. I think yes, unless... No. <laughs> so... Is this how we're going to answer all the questions for now? I was being like, we hate all men, except for, yeah, you know... yeah. Men, I but think we hate you should. all men. No, this, okay, this, in the similar vein, I'm going to say something I think you're going to pick up on Okay. It. I think you should get in contact with your ex mm-hmm. unless you shouldn't. <laughs> no, but think about it for a second, you know? No, I, I think get you get what you're it. saying. I get like, it. Like, there are reasons that you, people break up. Mm-hmm. Cheating, abuse, yeah. all these horrible things. Yeah. Or realizing that you're not compatible, yeah. you have different goals in life, you mm-hmm. don't want kids, they want kids. Like, all these, there are, there are reasons that you know yeah. there is no point in reconnecting. Yes. But if there are none of those reasons... Then you should. I don't see an issue in reconnecting. So you should unless you shouldn't. You should unless you shouldn't. And I think the person asking this and anybody asking this knows, knows if they shouldn't. They know in their gut they if know. they shouldn't yeah. or shouldn't. So, yeah, you, I think definitely should unless you shouldn't, so. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And you're welcome. That was beautifully, yeah, yeah. beautifully said. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Here we go. Oh, wow. This is like there's A's and B's and things happening. Okay. I'm looking for some quite specific advice here and I well, love that because come to the that right place. is what we yeah. are giving. Just We're giving specific adli- <laughs> advice except for when we're not. Except for we're not. And think that's... Except when we're saying things like you should unless you should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kill all men except not all men. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but all men. <laughs> Every single one except for the ones. Yeah. That, yeah. Except for the other ones. Oh, man. I was laughing so hard because I've been watching Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. And I'm not laughing at Handmaid's <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I mean, like, have you a seen comedy, that comedy? <laughs> a sitcom. <laughs> this new fun and party yeah. sitcom. No. Uh, so I finally got around to reading the books. I wanted to read those first. And then now I'm watching the TV it's series. So it's so good. And I was talking to my sister about it because she watched it, like, when it first came yeah. out. And... She was like, oh, yeah, it's so amazing, but, like, you're going to have to take, like, some breaks. Like, it's, like, kind of hard to binge. Like, you want to binge it, but it's, like, a lot. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, like, yeah, like, from reading the book, like, I sense that. Like, I can only imagine when you're putting visuals to it, too. And she's like, put it this way. I started watching it with my husband, and then I fired him from watching that show with me because I couldn't physically watch it with, without with him, hating him. With him in the same room, yeah. for sure. She was like, she was like, you're, you're not, you're not, you're not here anymore. No, like, I this this isn't a show for us. This is a show for me. Yeah. And you're banned from this household. Absolutely. And I get that. I totally get that. I get that. So, you know. I get that and I support it. 
<laughs> so I'm very grateful to be watching Handmaid's Tale in a house where no As a lesbian. <laughs> 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 okay. Specific advice. Okay. Just... You're gonna have to pay attention to this. One, I'm, okay, there's, I'm there's A's and B's, and there's there's lots of. I'm attentive. Okay, hit me. Okay, just found out at my friend A's wedding. Okay, so A's getting it's A's married. wedding. A has okay. been married through another friend. Through another friend. Do they have a letter? No, this okay. other friend does not have a letter. Okay. So we're at A's wedding, and some other friend tells us something about A. Okay, okay? that she A. Slept with my ex-boyfriend, B, three years ago, not too long after our relationship of five years ended. Okay. Wait, I'm already lost. So, so, so there's A, who is currently getting married, slash they are already married. Okay. A, hooked up with B, which is, okay, the narrator in this situation is C. Okay. So C and B dated for five years. Then they broke okay. up. Then A and B had the sex. A and B had the sex. And yep. now C is at A's wedding. Yes. Okay. <laughs> a, B, C. <laughs> as easy. <laughs> I don't really care about A and B fucking. Partly because I'm, I've am i in the meantime realized I'm gay anyway. Okay. okay. So you could say C doesn't want the D anyways. <laughs> One might say. <laughs> One might say, okay. But I'm still friends with both of them, and neither A nor B ever felt the need to tell me. Mm, so they're rats. Rats. Rats among us. R A T. I'm now looking for advice on how to let my ex B know I know. In the pettiest way possible. Oh, this ended exactly how I wanted it to end. Okay, whoa. Extra little fun fact. My ex and her husband look like twins. Ex and her husband. Like they're very similar look. look. Okay. 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 Petty. Petty, oh petty, God, petty, 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 petty. Um... I love being petty. I love this, too. Yeah. Well, first, it has to be in person, because I love when you catch someone on the, oh, on the no. lie, yeah, and you see their like, face. Don't, like, slip an envelope into a mail. No. no, no, no. It needs to be, like, you're at a dinner with both of them, okay? Yes. And it's, like, a group setting, so there's a few more people just so that they can, there's people listening in. Yeah. Right? We're looking for petty advice here, so yeah. I'm going to give it. So there's a, maybe a party of six, okay? A, B, C are present, and then... DFG are also there. Oh, bring the friend that let you in on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because we've got to have backup. Yeah, we've got to have for backup. Sure, for okay? sure. We're at a nice meal. Okay, we're all having a good time. Clink and clank, and the drinking is going. Woo! Yeah. We're having fun. And you wait for the moment. You know, there will be a moment where they say something. They order the same menu item. And you uh. say, Oh, you guys would. And they say, What the fuck are you talking about? And being like, Well, you guys fucked. Oh, and only see, people that fuck both order the linguine. See, I think even even pettier, play the long game. Oh, okay. Do shit like that for like six months. Or years. Just, just <laughs> never never admit that you know. But, but just you keep, allude to like, it. Like even more subtle so than they, that. Oh, so they get stressed that so you might stressed, know. So stressed, yeah. <gasps> did you guys like, oh my God, did you guys want to hook up or something? I'll be like, like oh my God, guys, that's like, so, room, I didn't know you guys were that close. Like just don't even hint that you know, just like ask uncomfortable <gasps> oh, questions. Then maybe six months in, PowerPoint presentation. Oh, <laughs> you've collected, you've collected it. And yeah. then you have a friend's game night. Yes. Okay. 
everyone has to do a PowerPoint presentation on something people would be surprised to know. Yeah. So people, oh, you got to plan a night. People that. bring things like the fact that New Zealand and Australia are different places. It's very surprising. Surprising. To know. <laughs> I wish I had that fucking presentation <laughs> a while ago. <laughs> and then you're the last presentation. Yeah. And what you'd be surprised to know is that they slept together. Yeah. Make sure you're not exposing it to people that don't know. No, but be... you're just like... Everybody's in on it. Everyone's in on it. Yeah. Everyone knows. The friend's there. Yeah. You're there. Yeah. The two fuckies are there. Their families. Their new wife is there. <laughs> Pets are there. Pets. Landlord. Children. <laughs> Barista. <laughs> Everything. Grandmothers. Yeah. So it's not like anyone who wouldn't know. Like, we're not trying to be rude no. here. It's just everyone they know. Yeah. And then you give the presentation that's also being live streamed. Yes. To the listeners of I Can Explain Podcast. Yeah. Oh, we'll get, we'll get you some f- Sponsored viewers. by I Can Explain Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think it's flawless. No, I do. <laughs> I, I genuinely think just keep hinting at it, but so subtly, just so that, that you... That they stress internally. There's nothing more pleasing to me than when <laughs> I am watching people squirm with information that they don't know if I know. Yeah. And, and they're trying to piece together, like, did they mean something like that? Like, do they know something? Exactly. It has to be so vague. Yes. But then just keep ramping it up. Yeah. Still in vagueness, but maybe, mm-hmm. you know, more often. Yeah. And then just watch them squirm and oh sit God, back, I relax. Relax. Yeah. Enjoy a cocktail. Take it all in. Yeah. Wow. I love that. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Well, Which I, here's the thing. Okay. If we were talking yeah. full petty, that wasn't you, full petty. You would have taken the microphone at the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> On the spot. On the spot. Get him. It's amazing how that we're all here together. You know, so many of us have been together in more ways than others. Yeah. Looking at you, A and B. Yeah. Yeah. Wink, wink. Wow, it's crazy how fast this room got filled. <laughs> Something else get, got filled quickly <laughs> is A and B. <laughs> yeah. Ah! Oh my God. Okay. This is such an interesting question. I love this. Okay. My girlfriend and I are both still living with our parents and not out to them yet. So we kind of can only hang out in public spaces. How can we find a place with privacy to have sex oh. without breaking the bank, booking hotel rooms every weekend? Interesting. Um, hmm. If you have a vehicle, you can always oh, fuck vehicle. in a car. Yeah, always fuck in a car. Tents, camping. Tents, camping's a great one. Camping. Sheep. Sheep? Yeah, <laughs> fuck in a sheep. <laughs> no, cheap. <laughs> I live with the You're going to want to find a sheep. You're going to climb inside like that scene in Star Wars oh and fuck in it. <laughs> No, camping is cheap. Doesn't yeah. break the bank. Camping, um, like don't let's let's maybe steer clear of like like public washrooms and all that. Mm-hmm. Mostly, like you're gonna get HPV, <laughs> <laughs> so that's more for your yeah. um your safety and security on that front. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. a, a vehicle, a tent is good. I do like some sort of cover. Yeah, I like a cover. Yeah. Um. I'm also, like, there's enough times that you can probably have sex, right? When your parents are not around. Covert ops, yeah. Yeah. Like, you can incognito it pretty good. Yeah. Back in the day. I do do think a a vehicle or a tent would be, if you don't have a tent, I would say invest in a tent. Vehicles are great. Yeah. Invest in a Tesla. (laughs) 
<laughs> get your partner to buy you a Tesla to fuck in. Very roomy. Mm, yeah. Very You're going to probably, yeah. D- depends where you live with tenting, because we just passed the summer months. But summer months, like, you could really just, you could become, They th- your parents just think you're the biggest nature lovers of all time. You're fucking tenting every weekend. Exactly. Pitching tents Pitch left, right, tents and left center. right, and center. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you yeah. could also, like, if it's the summer, honestly, just, like, fucking, like, a park. Yeah, honestly. But it gets, like, a little sketchy. Yeah. Everyone's got phones these days, too, that I worry about. Yeah. Back in the day, it was a little less, uh, a little less sketchy, Anna, you know? Yeah. I will <clears> say, <throat> I think tent and, tent and vehicle are my strongest contenders. Okay. I, I feel that. Yeah. We have one more okay. that we're going to answer here. Um, this person says, I came out late, and I'm married to a man and have kids. We are going through a divorce, and he has been nothing but supportive, which is great. I'm trying to start dating, and many times I start talking to a woman and think we hit it off. Then they just flat out ghost me. This is after we are making plans to see each other and sharing things about ourselves in conversation. Mind you, they know about my kids and my situation and are totally fine with it. I'm super frustrated because I can't help but feel like it's me. Is this common or am I garbage? It's so common. It's so common and I think people online are liars. Yes. And I think that... This, I don't know if this is going to sound harsh, but mostly no. to these people. I think a lot of people are more um, willing to say yes to the like possibility of somebody mm-hmm. having kids already. Yeah. And then I think even after one date, it starts to become an actual reality. Yes, yeah. I think there's a big difference between like thinking like it could be a fun idea. Yeah. But And as like a mom, you know that like it's so much more than just like a, oh yeah, I have kids. It's like, that's a part of your life, which yeah. is so special. But like, I think a lot of people that don't have kids don't real- realize like what a hard job it is being a parent and yeah. like how big of a decision that is and how much it's part of your life. Um, and I think like, yeah, it's really easy in the moment. And in general, this is the thing. It's not even about having kids and you know, going through a divorce or whatever it may be. Like, people online just in general will be yes man For to sure. the end. Absolutely. Like, so many of my friends, like, on dating apps, it's like, oh, yeah, it seems like it's going really well. And then, like, we've talked for the last three days. And then now I'm asking them on a date. And it's like, oh, I can't choose day. How about this day? And, oh, well, I can't. Th- they're dodging it. Like, why? Like, why yeah. have they talked to me for the last three days? And we matched and all this other stuff. Things seem to be going well. And it's like, I think you'll drive yourself literally nuts trying to figure out what those reasons are. Because... There's also people out there that are just, like, not actually ready to date. They just, like, want to kind of chat with people. They want to flirt. Yeah. Um, People are just kind of shitty. And to answer this very long-winded but also simply, like, it's definitely not you. For sure. Because the amount of friends that I have that have been so frustrated with online dating or apps because they're, like, out of, like, every, like, in their mind promising connections – like, out of every 10 of them, maybe one ends up on a date. Yeah. An actual in-person date. Like, I've had friends that have talked to people for, like, a month, and the person just keeps, like, skirt. Yep. And avoiding actually meeting up. And all those people have different circumstances, so it's not it's not you. Yeah. 
dating online is just fucking weird. I think it makes it like too easy to talk to people oh, without yeah. any sort of commitment. And I think there's too much possibility. Yeah. Like if somebody was, and this is not shading you for having children at all because that's lovely and obviously yeah. I'm sure they're like the biggest source of your happiness as well. Yeah. But I think if you were dating somebody and they were maybe talking to two people and they had a connection with two people, yeah. they would maybe choose the person that didn't have kids. Not yeah. Not in a shady way to kids, but maybe they, you know, have a similar connection between yeah. two people and that's just a slightly... At that point, in... it's not, like, deep enough or Exactly. Whatever. So it's, like, I think there's so much possibility mm-hmm. that even if you're on a date and you mention you have kids, like, that might really clue into the fact that it's going to be... A, like, a real thing. A real thing. Even, like, I've had friends go on, like, date actually when they even get to a date on a dating app and then it goes really well and then they never hear from the person again. They're like, what the fuck? Is there something wrong with me? Yeah. And it's, like... No, that person just also went on a date with another person off yeah, the dating app that week, and they dates. and they just had a better connection with someone else. Like, yeah. I don't think dating, especially online and with apps, you can take personally in any way because it's all just so like fucking jumbled. And like you said, like everyone is connecting with so many people at once that it's like it becomes very like pick and choosy. Yeah. And also, there's like an added layer especially if you haven't been in the queer dating scene before, that a lot of people on those apps actually aren't ready to date people because they're, like, just figuring out their sexuality. Yeah. Like, for me, it was when I was a lot younger and I've talked about being on Tumblr, but, like, there were at least a couple years there when I was first, like, exploring, talking to people online that I would have never actually met up with someone in person because I would have been too fucking scared. Yeah. And it would have felt too real for me. Yep. So, like, there's there's so many layers to why someone may or may not end up going on a date with you. And long story short, long story long, you're not garbage and it, you can't take it personally. No, and just to really, you know, come back to the theme of this episode, mm-hmm. for me, online dating was very frustrating yes. until it wasn't. Yeah, that's a good way to put yeah. it. You'll find the one. <laughs> yeah. There and then will you'll be, be like, oh, that's why it wasn't. It'll be worth people. it. You'll find somebody amazing that is well suited for mm-hmm. your life and your children's life. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, and you'll be happy that it was worth the wait. But it is frustrating in the moment. It but. always makes sense at the end, doesn't it? Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's why all those other people didn't didn't pan out. Yeah. It makes total sense. Just getting to the end, that's the fun part. All right. Well, we're out of time. We got through, as usual, about five of the 100 messages that we got. Uh, we're doing really well that here, That was honestly folks. one of uh, the better ones okay. for quantity. Right? Yeah. We somehow mm-hmm. did more than ever. But we will, um, as always, with this series mini-series within our podcast. We'll be doing a bonus episode of additional questions over on Patreon that will be up um, sometime this week. So if you want to become a patron and get those bonus episodes, the ones that are already up and any additional ones in the future, go to our Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast and click the link in the bio. You can also find us personally at Sean.Lusk and at Brian Williamson. And until next time, we will see, see you around, around the neighborhood. Unless you're all men. <laughs> 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 <laughs>